Welcome to Conversations with Kay, the podcast. I hope you are doing good wherever and whenever you are. I am your host, Kay. It is the second Soulful Sunday, and I am so excited. I feel like I really enjoy Soulful Sundays because I just get the chill and I get the vibe, you know? (sighs) I have a topic today. And the topic is you can't allow somebody to tell you about you. That is the topic. You cannot allow somebody to tell you about you. I'm explain the topic and get to why that's the title. But I want to tell you where this topic derived from. The topic came about when I was in class. My anti-Semitism class. If you don't know what anti-Semitism is, it is the discrimination. Also can be described as the racism against Jews, right? Um, my class is also about racism, racism just in general, but it's a religion class, so it stems from religion. And we were talking about racism, <laughs> A class about anti-Semitism and racism. And we're talking about racism. Of course. Um, But we were talking about slavery in particular. Slavery and race. So. We were discussing about how. The justification of slavery came about. There were two justifications of slavery. There was one justification that stemmed from a religious standpoint. And then there was another one that stemmed from a eugenic standpoint or social Darwinism, right? Um, social Darwinism is the survival of the fittest, basically. That's where if you are not strong, you will not survive. But social Darwinism was later um, taken by the Nazis and imperialist and it was turned into that white people are the strongest so therefore they conquer all because they're the fittest all right so enough about social darwinism and all that let's talk about the religious standpoint because it 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 was wild to me because i never knew this right usually we just hear about the social darwinism aspect We don't really hear about the religious standpoint. We know that in slavery times, they they would not allow slaves to read the Bible, right? Because they feared that they would learn and then they would rebel. But nobody ever talks about how the Bible was used to justify slavery and imperialism. Nobody ever talks about that. So it was wild to me while I was in class and I was learning about this. So what I learned was the curse of Ham. We're going to get into why the curse of Ham, that title, is a contradiction. But not right now. Let's get into the curse of Ham, where it stems from out of the Bible. So out of the Bible, it stems from Genesis 9, chapter 20, through verse 28 um 
not 28, let's say 27. Here it is. Noah, a man of the soil, proceeded to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of his wine, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. But Shem, Japheth, took a garment and laid it across their shoulders. Then they walked in backward and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way so that they would not see their, na their father naked. When Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan, the lowest of slaves, will he be to his brothers. He also said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. May God extend Japheth's territory. May Japheth live in the tents of Shem. And may Canaan be the slave of Japheth. Hmm. Okay. So that was the verse, right? Who is Ham, Japheth, and Shem? They're Noah's three sons. Noah had three sons. Three sons that he brought onto the ark with him. Who was the wife? I think Japheth's wife was the one that turned into um sand. Because she looked back and she was supposed to be looking back. I think that's her. Okay, but don't quote me on that. Let's get back. <laughs> so, there are three primary races that stem from Noah's three sons. Y'all know, because after the flood, Noah... He led the nation. He rebirthed the earth, basically. So, these three races that stem out of Noah's three sons are the nations that came from Noah, technically. So, with Japheth, he was the first son, right? White people were birthed out of Japheth. Then Shem brown people were birthed out of Shem. That's um, Asian people, Hispanics, Latinos, and Middle Easterns. Middle Easterners. But Middle Eastern people from certain countries. Uh, they're not sure which countries, but it's certain countries. And Ham. Ham birthed black people. This is Africa, and certain Middle Eastern countries also. And ultimately, Ham birthed African Americans too, but that, that's way later. Just Africans for right now. Okay. So, Ham saw his father naked. That was his sin, basically. Uh, to see his father naked was a sin. That's why he was cursed. He saw his father drunk and naked. Okay. So. Ham. I don't even want to say that. Ham was not cursed. It's Ham. It's. it's no. It's Chom. Chim. Chim. Uh, Y'all. The man name is spelled H-A-M. 
I'm gonna call it Ham for right now. But Ham was not cursed. It was Ham's son that was cursed. Okay. Ham's son is Canaan. Canaan of the Canaanites. He had four sons. Ham had four sons. It was Cush, Mizraim, which also can be for Egypt, or also known as Egypt, and Foot, and Canaan. Okay, so all of his sons, right, birthed their own nations. Canaan birthed the Canaanites. We hear about them in the Bible, right? Cush birthed Africa. Mizraim birthed Egypt. And foot, foot, who did you birth? It don't say you. Oh, that's so sad. Ethiopia. He birthed Ethiopia. The kingdom of Aksum, to be exact. And with this, the Canaanites were cursed in the Bible. So Ham was not cursed, right? Canaan was cursed. Okay? So let's let's dive a little deeper. So the curse of Ham was used to justify slavery, right? Because Ham was he birthed black people. And if you've been following, you would know how stupid that is and how illogical that is. Because in the Bible, it says Canaan was cursed. And Canaan was over the Canaanites. The Canaanites were a special group of Middle Easterns, Middle Eastern people. And these Middle Eastern people eventually died out. Okay? So, the territory where they were. Those people who now live there in this time, right now, are not descendants from Canaan. Okay? I think the Canaanites died out in the Bible. Did they die out in the Bible? I think they did. Don't quote me on that either. Okay? Because that just popped up in my head. And I haven't had time to fact check that. But, the Canaanites did die out. Um, however, Cush, Miss Rain, and Foot were over black people, if you want to be specific. Ethiopia and Egypt is in Africa, and Cush was over Africa, okay? Other parts of Africa other than Egypt and Ethiopia. So... Africa had nothing to do with the curse, okay? Ham, Ham, he wasn't cursed. His other three sons weren't cursed. So how can slavery be justified by a curse? Slavery of Africans, slavery of Africans. How can that be justified with the curse that went even about Africans, 
how can it be? How can it be? And that's what brings me to my topic. Don't allow people to tell you about you. Okay? Because this curse was used to justify the enslavement and the imperialism of Africa for hundreds of years. Some people can even justify it to this day with that curse. The curse of Ham, not the curse of Canaan, the curse of Ham. Let's get it right. People are using the curse of Ham, which doesn't exist. The curse of Ham is being used to still justify the discrimination against African Americans. And the systemic racism against African Americans. How can that be if the curse of Ham does not exist? Mm. Mm. That was that was so crazy to me when I in class I loved it, learned of the curse of him. But when I wanted to talk about this podcast, talk about this topic on the podcast originally, I was gonna talk about how you need a very generational curse because I black people our generational curses stand back to the Bible. Now I know it really don't. <laughs> it don't. The curse is the curse of Canaan. This is what happens when you do research. You learn more. And you learn the correct things. The curse is the curse of Canaan. It had nothing to do with African Americans. Okay? Or Africans in general. Or even black people. It had to do with Canaan. Canaanites. And the Canaanites are gone. So how can a curse... That wasn't even meant for African people and black people and their descendants. How can that curse be used to justify the oppression of Africans and African Americans? Now, that's wild to me. And that's what brings me to my topic. You can't allow people to tell you about you. This curse is being used to justify the systemic oppression of African Americans to this day. That curse had nothing to do with us. But yet, that curse has kept us down. Why? Why has that curse kept us down? Curse wasn't even about us. Because if you look in the Bible, And, you know, they didn't allow slaves to read the Bible because they was afraid of how much they would learn. And I see why they were afraid. Because if slaves would have read the Bible, they would have understood. Some slaves did read the Bible and some slaves did understand. They would have understood that the curse wasn't about African people or black people. The curse was about the Canaanites and the Canaanites died out. Mm. This is also why they allowed, um, why they did have slave preachers or black preachers who preached what the white man told them. You know why? Because they wanted to tell us about us. See, you gotta be careful about who you listen to, who you allow in your life. Because there are some people who are very hateful and are not for you. 
they just out to get you. There are some people that are like that. There are some miserable people who are just out to get you. And there's no logical reason for it. Just like there's no logical reason why somebody would change. I mean, there is a reason, but it's illogical. Why somebody would change the curse of Canaan to the curse of Ham. The reason is illogical. The only reason... (laughs) The only reason that is logical is because of hate. Hate. And wanting to rule over somebody. (laughs) You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful who you allow in your life. Because there are some people who are like that. Who will twist things around. Feed them to you. Just so they can have power over you. Just so they can keep you down and keep you from reaching your greatness. Don't allow somebody to spoon feed you facts about you. Or spoon feed you their thoughts about you. Don't allow allow people to do that to you. No. Know yourself. Know who you are. Because when you know who you are, can't nobody tell you about you. Uh-uh. Can't nobody tell you who are, who you are. Also, when you know you, <laughs> can't nothing stop you from your greatness because you know who you are. Some people are really out to get you. Some people are really like these imperialists who wanted to conquer over Africa and needed a justification to fit although their justification was very falsified and illogical they needed a justification some people will make up their own justification as to why they need to have power over you and some people do it unknowingly you know and some people do it knowingly They make up these justifications as to why you can't be you and why you cannot reach your greatness. And what you know, you know what they'll do? They'll spoon feed it, their justifications to you. And have you thinking that you don't know yourself? Have you doubting yourself? Having you doubt your potential? And what you can accomplish in life. Know yourself. Don't allow anybody to tell you about you. Because you will find out. After you break free from them people. You will find out. That what they were saying was false. It wasn't even about you. Also, don't let anybody, just any old body, prophesy to you, too. That that may not be on the subject what we talking about, but it just came to me. Don't allow just anybody be prophesying to you, because some people don't have the right intentions. Mm-mm. They be trying to push them onto you, push their thoughts, their prayers onto you. Oh, girl, the Lord don't tell me this about you, honey. The Lord ain't told you that. You 
told you that. And now you trying to tell me that. Uh-uh. Some of y'all sitting there wondering why your life not going the way you planned. It's probably because you don't listen to somebody. Oh, girl, the Lord told me that. <laughs> girl, cut it out. The Lord didn't tell you that. And that's why you got to have strong. I know I talked about this last Sunday, but that's why you got to have a strong relationship with the Lord. Because when you have a strong relationship with the Lord, you're going to know what he told you. And you're going to feel it when somebody come to you and be like, the Lord told me to tell you this. you feel it. So many people are just not for you. They're not on your team. They meant to be a distraction and to tear you away from your potential, your God-given potential, or your Allah-given potential, or your Buddhist potential, or your Hindu potential, or your Jewish potential. Oh, Lord, the, the names are just escaping me of all these gods. I can't keep that up. But, I don't know, whatever you believe in, some people are not for you. They are meant to tear you away from your potential in life. They are meant to be a distraction that sets you back years, okay? That's why you cannot listen to everybody. You can't. Because you'll find out people will tell you things that are not meant for you. That are not meant for you. This is why I brought up prophesying. I know why I brought it up now. Because sometimes people hear things from the Lord. And then they go tell other people. Oh girl the Lord told me to tell you this. No honey. The Lord was telling you that for you. He wasn't telling you for somebody else. He was telling you that. For you, so you can better yourself and then go help the person. He wasn't telling you to tell that person what he told you. He was telling you for you, so you can better yourself and go help people and do the Lord's work. I think I'm done. I think I'll reach my point. Don't allow people to tell you about you. Now, there are some people in your life who actually do tell you things that you should know. There are some people in your life who God tells things to so that they can tell you. And like I said, you don't know who those people are. You will know because you will feel it. You will feel like God is talking through them to you. You will feel like the information that they are telling you about you is for you. You won't doubt it. You won't doubt what they're saying. You won't be like, well, uh, is it? Is it really about me? No, you'll feel it. You'll know it's for you. In your soul, something will just leap out. And you'll be like, yes, 
that is for me. That is for me. But there are some people who know how to mix up the translation. Make you think it's about you. You be feeling like maybe maybe this is about me. Honey, if you have to say maybe it's about me, it ain't about you. It's not about you. <laughs> no, it's not about you. If you have to say maybe it's not about you. You will know in your spirit, deep down in your soul, that it is about you. When somebody prophesied to you, you will feel it down in your soul. It was meant for you. Don't allow anybody to tell you about you. Don't. Don't. Because look, the curse of home, which doesn't even exist, was used to set black people back hundreds of years. To this day, we are still set back. And the curse wasn't even about us. People twisted it used it for their own gain and it set us back 400 and counting years and we are still fighting to get what is ours don't allow anybody to tell you about you don't allow anybody to try to switch up things and then try to feed it to you. No. You will know what's for you because what's meant for you will always be for you. And what's meant for you, you will know. And you won't have to have anybody try in your ear trying to tell you what's for you. You won't have to hear that. Because as soon as they start, you'd be like, man, go ahead somewhere with that bull that ain't for me. I know what's for me. I know what the Lord told me. Don't allow anybody to tell you about you. Because it will set, if you choose to listen, it will set you back. The proof is in the pudding. The curse of Ham over the curse of Canaan. The proof is right there. Right there. That's done. I'm done. And ain't no more I can say about this. Mm. Curse that wasn't even for us. Set us back 400 years. And counting. Imagine what somebody tell you and how much that can set you back. Mm. Until next time. <laughs>
Wow. Don't allow anybody to tell you about you. I just got to keep repeating it. Till next time. Peace.